of a sudden, why did some people think your preference in men has changed if you guys would like to share? Because it's not my fault. Just because, like, in the K-pop community, it's very easy to say X, Y, Z is your husband. It's a joke. Like, I know he's not my husband. But I feel like some people are really taking it seriously that when a black girl likes East Asian um, pop culture, that her preference in men has changed. That's not necessarily the case for me and a lot of other people. But, yeah, I just think that people really need to get a grip and let women, black women enjoy what they like. So, yeah. Um, who wants to answer this? Um. <laughs> well, that was interesting. Um, I think that's a really good question because, like, I when I say for me, I know my preference. I don't really have a preference. I've always, even growing up, I've never really said, "Yeah, I'm a black guy is for me or white person's for me." It, I really base it on like personality and I'm really attracted to smartness as well so I feel quite mature so but in terms of starting k-drama and even anime because even sometimes you'd be simping over these um animations I'm so sorry but you you just be simping over them <laughs> doesn't um, speak mean for yourself speak for yourself not all of us not all of us are attracted to cartoons people actually think human beings are nice but yeah I'm just saying moving on thank you Okay, moving on. But like when I do say, as you said, I call like certain Korean actors my husband or my baby daddy. Um, <laughs> it's not. I'm not saying. Oh my goodness! When I see like an Asian walking down the street, or like when I'm when I'm seeing um who to I don't know. I'm not gonna be like fetishizing over um Asian men because listen, there may be different to the entire concept of K-dramas, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to come and lead myself to some red flag area. So um, for me, I'm just going to say, if people do believe that my preference to Asian men is solely based on the idea that I watch pop cultures, they should really remove that thought because it's really based on um, who you meet. You know, some, some person from any ethnicity would come to your life and that so be it. So. My preference hasn't changed because I never really had a preference to begin with. But I'm not going to say that, oh, I'm sliding. I, I always say this, my con- my husband's in another country because the men in this country, they're, 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 not, they're not it. But just to end, like, to f- finish this question, I'm just going to say my preference is whoever in terms of personality and in terms of, like, if you're really funny, that's something I really look for in a man, not based on how you look like or your background. Um, Debbie, before you go, can I quickly add something? Quickly. And I just want to mention that I, I don't want to call them pick me's or anything, but when you go onto YouTube, some black, see, and this is my problem with these type of black girls. A lot of black girls have made being a career boo their personality trait. So for those who don't know what a career boo is, it's basically someone who wants to be like a Korean. A lot of black girls will make it their personality trait to move to Korea, to go teach English, to go find a Korean husband. But when he goes to the military, she starts to cry. But you knew he was going to go to the military. That's the thing. So like for people who are, who are not familiar with um, Korean culture, um, when a man turns 18, between the ages 18 to 30, they must enlist if you're born, if you're a Korean national. So whenever... Not just black girls, but because we're black girls, we speak about black girls only. You see a lot of black girls moving to Korea to go and quote unquote teach English. We know why you're there, but anyways, to teach English. Then when they find their Korean husband or their their quote unquote love of their life, they start to cry when he goes to the military. But you knew he was going to leave. And I feel like that's the problem. You are fetishizing these men just because we like K-pop, just because we like K-dramas. First of all, one, acting is pretending. They're not all the same. They're just good actors. 
they're just good actors. Yeah, they can make you they can make you cry, they can talk on your heartstrings, but they're not all the same. And the reason I want to mention this is because I was going through um social media one time and um I saw something um trigger warning by the way um content warning by the way um so there's been a woman in Korea found dead and naked with police saying there's no suspicion of murder and since January mind you we're in July now there's been five cases and four women were naked and again the police still not suspect of murder and one thing it really showed me is that um just like all the other countries in the world for being honest um misogyny and um, femicide is a thing but people don't care about women and this is the problem i have with a lot of black girls who make being a career be your personality trait like you'll go to korea and you want to find this man so badly meanwhile um korean women are suffering because they're being killed by men and it's obviously not just korean women it's not a korean thing it's just a thing it's an unfortunate thing where women are always killed by men so i really think that people need to learn how to separate the k-pop the k-dramas the webtoons from reality because it's not real as much as i love k-pop like I know it's manufactured. I know like the content behind it. I know how things are done. I know them like I'm not saying they're robots, but we know how serious these companies um man how seriously these companies manage these celebrities. But yeah, I really wanted to mention that because it's really frustrating seeing um some black women try to make a personality straight. Meanwhile, Korean women are trying to flee men that are killing them. So yeah. Um yeah, Debbie, you're next. Thank you guys. <clears throat> um firstly, I would just like to say that Namjoon is my husband. Um, yeah, yeah, he's my bias. Hashtag delusional. Hashtag he's my bias. But obviously when I say that, I just mean he's my favourite in BTS and I really appreciate everything he does for BTS. Um, I think I have a really like interesting take. So I'm very anti-fetishization of Asian men because I, it's something that I see every day and I'm very clear on like, no, I would never in my life be like, my type is a Korean man. My type is a uh, is like an Asian man because that's just not cute at all. Um, because as Black women, we are hyper fetishized. Like we're fetishized. I could not in any shape or form now fetishize another demographic when I personally know what it's like to be fetishized. And you know, like oh my gosh, she's a Black woman. She's definitely going to do this, this, and that. It's not for me at all. Um, so in terms of like when people be like, oh, you you're going to want to marry an Asian guy, I'm like no I would wear whatever you know I marry I think the only thing that's changed about my preference for men is that I just have higher standards because I see like in um like in these shows like the extent to which people do things for their significant other or the um the communication breakdowns I'm like okay I don't want this or like that's all that's affected my perspective on relationships but never have I in my life thought yeah I want myself a career man if I say oh my gosh I want someone like a character and I've watched in a k-drama who's expressed a lot of love for their partner then it's like I want that type of relationship I don't want um the man I just want the substance that they have um I really do think I do see that problem with fetishization all over oh my gosh you know there's like videos and it's like me and my korean boyfriend me and my korean my korean boyfriend takes out my hair and i'm like ew why is your whole um now you're profitizing profitize making profits off of your korean partner that just doesn't sit right with me like if i married a man of another race and then his whole career was on explaining to his race me as a nigerian person i would be sick i'm not gonna lie god forbid because that's just it rubs me off the wrong way a lot. And I think it's so important to recognise that um, when you walk the streets of, you know, of any country, um, these are actual humans, not characters being portrayed with actual complexity and with actual 
um, dreams and aspirations and they don't exist to service you and your dreams, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. I need to charge my laptop. Um, Antonia, go ahead. Yeah, I was, yeah, just to add, like, literally, I completely agree with what you said, Debbie. Like, when I see how they profit off it, even, it's even vice versa as well, like, especially in TikTok, where, like, um, literally where, like, an Asian guy will say, yeah, where he's, like, giving photos of, um, giving photos, yeah, even, yeah, kimchi and jollof, like, they're cute, but it's just, like, come on, it's kind of, you can see is like that's where they make their money from which i mean everyone can secure their bag anyhow but there's one particular trend in tiktok especially when like an asian guy will like show pictures of um different ethnicities of girls and then they'll use the drake sound you know like yeah or mm, no so when he's like a white girl's like no when he's like a um a black girl's like yay like come on don't come and just say i think because they know that once a black person sees that post they'll be like oh that's cute and a, a korean or asian guy likes us and in the comments they'll be like what's he's at it's just that the desperation is like why are you seeking validation from someone who just says yeah their preference is black woman are you sure that's his preference or is he just doing it for clout you know what i'm saying so at this point i just feel like the whole social media um like sphere of you know where they see let's say handsome asian boys or Handsome Asian girl, that's a whole facet for K because you could be like, you don't know who they are. You don't even know what they do. Like, you really don't know that person. So don't don't base a whole race on a particular, like, person you see via TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Listen, your, your, your soulmate could be right next to you. Literally. Honestly, I completely agree. And it really, I feel like, I don't get annoyed. I'm just a very passionate person. You guys know me, person. I'm very passionate. I just don't like, I say this all the time. I wish some black women would get some self esteem only because um, it's just so embarrassing seeing girls in these comments. More than often, they're young girls, so I get it. Like, they're young, they'll learn. But it's annoying and embarrassing to see, okay, the guy likes you. Do you need to bend down and say thank you? Do you need to double it for him? No, you don't need to. It's like, just take the compliment and go. And I'm not saying that some people don't like black girls, because I'm sure people definitely do. Black girls are amazing. But I just feel like some people need to stop overdoing it, you know? Okay, a guy likes you. You don't need to do the most. Yes, you're attractive. But I feel like some women desperately want that validation, maybe because they don't have that validation elsewhere, or they don't have that confidence or self-love that they know that they're good enough but I, I just need black women to stop doing that because it's kind of embarrassing and it shows that you're really damn bad and again what Antonia was saying about um she mentioned about um you don't know the person it really gave me it really um I thought about k-pop and sound culture straight away the way a lot of celebrities uh, the way a lot of fans think they know these celebrities no you don't as much as I can say um I love um Joy from Red Velvet or I love Hwasa from Amnu or I love um, JK from BTS. I don't know them in real life. I know what I see on YouTube. I know what I see on um, the variety shows. Maybe they're just characters. I'll never know that. I don't know them in real life. They don't know I exist. That hurts because it's like, this is why I hate a lot of, I don't hate K-pop, but it's like, you get so invested in it. You think you know everything, but they don't know you exist and that can really ruin your day. But yeah, Debbie, was there anything you'd like to say? Yeah, I just wanted to say, um, basically, sorry to take it back. You know, when there's like a video of like, um an idol interacting with a black woman and then like 
the comments go crazy. It's like, oh my God, black girls. And I'm like, guys, you don't, we just calm down. Like it's fan service. <laughs> like they're just basically expressing their love to their fans as they would normally. And then also with what you said as well, just to add to that about how we don't know our, like our idols that we um, support. I am so aware that like the Namjoon that I like um, or the, the JB from Got7 is like it's what they want me to see everything that I see of BTS is exactly what they want me to see because they're controlling the narrative and I'm appreciative of number one that they have their separate lives because you need that but I'm also very very hyper aware of the fact that what I stand is what is sold to me so that it's like it's essentially a product and I'm fine with that because I don't obviously yeah it'd be nice to know that I'm doing in person but that's kind of weird because he's like a million miles away from me but I'm very very aware of that and I think a lot of k-pop stands need to live with that knowledge that what we are consuming is a product and is a character obviously yes they can be really really real but at the end of the day it's still a product um Antonio, yeah. but I agree with you Jabi. what you said like just made me think of like a sentence where like it's not don't ever meet your idol or your your um celebrity crush because literally that love you have and then there could be like one situation where you see like oh and that you can be so heartbroken so it's good to like love them but don't be in such a situation where you do meet them and then it can really go downhill from that and I was just gonna say something in terms of like um what's I going to say oh yeah the YouTubers like that's one reason why like I kind of took a lean back from K-pop it's like because like people, I see, I, I can see they're amazing. Like literally, the success is there. Well, global sensation. But like, I just don't like. Especially, I've seen, I've witnessed it where like there'll be little things, comments, the stand war. It's just, it's just a lot. Where I think K dramas is like, there's obviously be scandals of like um, actors, but it's not the not the same reaction to like. I don't. I wouldn't say it was same reaction, but. I'm not that heavily involved in like my favorite actor's life, but when I am, it's just like when yeah, when it's bad. Like there was one. Oh my goodness, the girl, the actress, um, in um, it's okay not to be okay. So Sion Yuji, when she um, it was just sad because she's literally one of my favorite actresses, and then to hear that, and then for her to be so um, she was like bashed with so many like um, let's say bad reviews and bad um, press compared to the um, other guy who had his own... I bet he was the one that leaked it. So it just showed that misogyny within the country. And it's such a shame. But for me, I always always try to take a lean back from um, idols or um, even um, actors, unless you're my favourite. Because I can be doing daily checks, daily news on Voodoo Han and Wolverine. Those are like the people I'll be doing daily checks. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to go to like every day. It's like, oh, I just want to know what they're doing. What's their next project? That's when I'm heavily involved to see what they're doing, what they're planning to act in. But yeah, it's just the desperation needs to really dial down because it's just not enough. It's just too much, sorry. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, also, it's not a conversation with Antonia and K-dramas without mentioning her favorite actors. I mean, she has to plug them all the time. And because we're coming up to, um, we have about maybe five seconds left. I just want to ask um, three more questions and wrap it up because we're all busy. So one, 
what drama are you watching at the moment? I think we're watching the same one. And what do you think about it? Two, um, would you also say what makes um what makes K dramas and K pop different for you? Like, there's an obvious one is drama, one is music, and three. Do you guys still want to visit Korea one day? Like, for instance, we know that we've seen in Penthouse and like Black Street Rookie. <laughs> okay, Black Street. <laughs> Black Street Rookie is just the nickname that I give it. It's actual Black Street Rookie. When they kind of, um, I wouldn't say it was a form of minstrelsy when they were um, portraying Jamaicans in a negative light, which was very, very disgusting and offensive. So I want to know, as a Black woman, even though you see these type of things in K-dramas, are you still going to watch it? Because my short answer is yes, I'm still going to watch it. Like, apologies to to them and everything. Um, And I'll criticise it because you can always, I feel like people always forget, you criticise the media you consume. That's just how life has always been. So yeah, um, who wants to go first? So. Um, so I'm currently watching Vin- Vincenzo. I think I have like one, two episodes left. It's been taking me a long time, but it's really good. And nevertheless, the 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 show of the moment right now. Um, what makes those K dramas really good, and just K dramas in general? I think first of all is the plot lines, like plot lines, character development, and recently I've seen a big improvement in K-dramas side characters, and not side characters, like, you know, you've got your main leads, the side characters, like, they are adding so much to the plot. Um, I feel like the first time I really, really noticed it was on Crash Landing Onto You when I really cared about the side characters so much, even in Vincenzo, and even in Nevertheless right now, I'm really caring about them. And then, so it's the development, it's also... The main leads, I feel like, because I watch a lot of romance, the journey that they take me, I'm in there with them. Um, Yeah, we're in it together, really, and I feel like I really love that. And then for K-pop, so just for context, I stand BTS, Blackpink, and GOT7. I also listen casually to other groups as well. But I feel like these groups really have a connection with their fans, and it's a big emphasis, I would say, for those three groups, um, BTS, GOT7, and Blackpink and the fans were together and I really feel that um for example when GOT7 nearly broke up that was probably one of the really hard week it was quite hard um yeah I would say and what was your final question oh would I still go to Korea yeah you see here's the thing like when I found out that there's the n-word in Korean I was like that's kind of a bit of a red flag still and also the you know you don't you might not get into the R&B clubs okay hip-hop clubs um, I don't think I'd go. I think maybe I'd go for work opportunities for like a secondment, um, for like law maybe, um, because for the career that I want, it's quite a big practice in Asia, like arbitration. So maybe I'd go to Korea if it, the opportunity comes up, but I wouldn't go for like a holiday or just to visit the cult, like you know, right now. But I'm very sad with that decision because the food is I know it hits different than it does in like the UK, like Korean food in the UK. So that's the only sad thing that I wouldn't get to eat the food. But as of right now, it's a no for me. Yeah, I think right now I didn't really plug on C dramas because I'm actually watching the I'm currently watching the C drama, which is called Truthful There. Um, just to, like give a little bits of spice on C dramas. They're really good in terms of the romance because you know in like in K dramas where like. Obviously, nevertheless, showed us like they can do scenes, 
Whereas obviously in KJM, you kind of see like the PG, the low level peck and, you know, the grabbing of hands and that's, oh my goodness. But um, in C-dramas, I think the romance is completely different. Like, it's really deep. When I say deep, it's just, it's, it's deep. So deep that um, just you just be like, wow, Chinese, Chinese words can really love. But that's what I'm currently watching. Um, and then the other one's obviously Nevertheless. So that's, that's the K-drama I'm watching. I just recently finished Flower of Evil. So I was really in, I was really depressed for a good three days because of how, <laughs> how deep and how sad the marriage. And I think the reason why, other than just the plot and the music, I think the reason why I'm still continuing with um, K-drama is just because, like, when I watch shows like that, I kind of do that in my everyday life. Like, for example, I've learned to, like, communicate better. For example, I can see how bad communication can be where you're not telling someone this or this could result like, a breakup of marriage or you being very... Um, open to people for me I despise love triangles and that's why I'm definitely going to take that into my let's say relationship because I'm not going to be stringing up two guys I'm so sorry but no because love triangles is literally that a girl liking two boys but people love that (laughs) like yeah like you so I don't like that but it's made me kind of watch it because then I can choose what dramas to watch so I'm not I'm very strategic and prioritising dramas that I see has good plot, but also I know the outcome will be very interesting. Um, and the last one was going to Korea. I think definitely, because I think that has been in my, um, vac- like a vacation, like hopefully I'm me and Bashir will go to like after graduation. Just, a, just I don't know, Debbie, if you want to come as well, like, listen we can do like a you know a girl summer there or whatever just like just to like explore especially for me itawan class i'm not itawan because that's a drama but itawan the area there it's because i can see the culture culture there just like how lively that place is so i'll definitely want to go to south korea and just like take pictures see eat the food as you said um yeah this yes there'll be stairs like come on there's i know there's going to be stairs but what can you do? Yeah, um, you guys know my opinion. I completely agree. So currently, um, I'm watching Nevertheless like everyone else. Um, you should definitely check it out. Like, Nevertheless is amazing. And like, one thing that really got me into it is that whenever K-drama fans ask them for realistic men, they got a realistic man for Nevertheless. A guy who plays with you and just does rubbish. So you got it. So like, if you don't want to see that romance stuff, you want to see real life, watch Nevertheless. Only if you're over 18. Though. Then I would also add um, my favourite groups. Um, I love BTS, Mamamoo, Red Velvet, Espa. Um, what else? So And I also like TXT and I also like some soloists. I also like um, Chunka and I like Sunny as well. So I like a lot of girl groups and a lot of women. And I'll also mention, um, as Antonia said, I definitely want to visit Korea one day. Like, not just Korea, I want to visit Japan and other places in East Asia. And just, like, travel the world and broaden my horizons because there's more to the world than me as a black girl in London. Like, the world is my oyster. I have my passport. Let me use it. Let me travel. And I feel like people just need to let go of that fear because, yes, it's there, but, I mean... It is what it is. Anti-blackness not going to stop me from living my life, but that's just me. So yeah, we've coming to the end of the podcast. Oh, Antonia wants to say something. 
I just did. I really feel ashamed of myself to not plug EXO. Like, I've just been hearing BTS, BTS. I was thinking, oh my goodness, not me not seeing EXO and SF9 because those people, literally EXO, I feel like, not to like shame um, BTS, but EXO was like literally, they did something. They did something, literally. Like, come on now. Um, okay, I agree. Debbie, do you want to add? Yeah, I just anything? want to say that Kai from XA, oh my gosh, that guy. Mm, yes. That whole song. I have made like my whole house How into that forget? song. I do the darts in the kitchen. I love that song so much. Kai, I actually love him Kai. so much. Kai, honestly, like I really rate him. I'm re- ready for his next comeback. At XO, I do feel like, I feel like they definitely don't get enough credit um, in the K-pop industry. I, I also feel like when they were doing it so early on, they had to go through a lot. Like, they went through so much. I really respect them. And my final word that I do want to just say, sorry, is that I feel like also K-dramas have improved a lot in the treatment of women over the years. And they're so much better now with how they treat women. Um, I just remembered, I just want to say that. And yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely agree with what you said. There'd be like, I think there's been a recent like woman empowerment in a lot of like um, K dramas. Like, especially, let's say, Crash Landing on You, you can see she's really stuck to her guns. It's okay not to be okay. She really stuck to her guns. Startup. So, just like, there's an increase in like women knowing their worth. So, it's really refreshing to see because obviously, in other like, sh- um, let's say, international shows, the toxic- toxicity is that a word? The toxicness of, um, you know, how women are portrayed, especially in power or, like, stuff like that. It just irritates me a lot. But it's just, as she said, it's refreshing to see how they've seen how healthy relationships can be. So I like that. Yeah, my last thing to add on with what you said about toxicity. Um, one thing I also like about K-dramas, maybe it's just me as a person, the woman is evil because she wants to be evil. It's not a backstory. She didn't have a traumatic experience. She wants to be evil. We need to stop explaining women and these um characters let's let them be who they are when men are evil it's not always a backstory they're just how they are and i'm not saying i'm advocating for evil or um, all of that stuff but just let the characters be who they are and with that um i'd like to say thank you to antonio and debbie for joining me on this podcast for meeting of minds it was very important for me to get um other girls like myself interested in different forms of pop culture and entertainment specifically east asian entertainment because um we already know how a lot of black girls are treated within the black community and within these spaces. So yeah, thank you guys again. And I really appreciate it. And thank you all for listening to the podcast. Mm -hmm.